that was a big driving force was just the fact that, wait a sec, like I can actually feel better than I thought I felt growing up. You know, it's like, you have no idea until you try it. And then you start feeling better. And you're like, Oh, I didn't know I could feel better. And then it's just like, okay, well, I'm never going back to that way of eating. Cause I just feel too good to go back. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. So you want to eat more plants, but you're not sure where to start. My guest this week, Ashley Kitchens, will show you how. Ashley earned her master's of public health and nutrition from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and became a registered dietitian in 2012. But even after that, her GI issues didn't completely go away. It wasn't until she did personalized research to dive deep into her own life and her own eating habits, and she noticed a significant change, which meant transitioning to a plant-based lifestyle. After that transition, she knew there were others who could benefit from a diet filled with more plants. She's made it her mission to help others transition to a plant-centered way of eating through a holistic approach and intuitive eating practices. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, Ashley. How are you? I'm great, Trudy. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. So Ashley, you have the best TikTok videos. So if you are not on TikTok, make sure you get on TikTok so you can watch Ashley. Her videos are awesome. She's got reels there for you as well. So if you're on Instagram reels, but Ashley, if no one has heard of you before, which I don't know how they haven't, (laughs) can you just give us a little bit of your background and what it is that you do? Yes, absolutely. So to go way back, I grew up on an Angus cattle farm in Indiana, and we can probably dive into this a little bit more, but I grew up with just a lot of GI issues, um, specifically, and I'm a dietitian, so I I talk about poop, but I grew (laughs) up with chronic constipation specifically, and it was, it was miserable. And I had no idea how bad it was until I discovered plant-based eating. But before I did that, I was very interested in food growing up. And so when I was in college, I was like, I want to become a dietitian. Like what better to do if I'm passionate about food than to become a dietitian. So I went to school, became a dietitian. Trudy learned very, very little about plant-based eating, veganism, vegetarianism, all of that stuff. Um, And that is why it wasn't really until I graduated, became a dietitian and was still really, really struggling with these GI issues that I was like, something has to change because what I was doing was everything I was taught in school. I was doing everything I was telling my patients to do when it came to chronic constipation. And I was like, well, if it's not working for me, how and why would it work for anybody else? And so that's basically what led me to just dive deeper into what I was putting into my body how I was feeling, which I know it was a similar story to yours and make some changes. And from there, once I started diving into the research with plant-based eating and started eating that way and started feeling better than I ever had in my entire life, 
I was like, well, I'm not going back. So that's basically <laughs> what led me to where I'm at today. Oh, that's amazing. So Ashley, plant-based eating sometimes can feel overwhelming. So if someone is looking to add more plants into their diet, what do you typically recommend? That's, that's a great question because I'll say when I started going plant-based in 2012, I was so incredibly overwhelmed. It was in back then, of course, there weren't like a whole lot of options, but I didn't grow up eating that way. And most of us don't grow up eating plant-based. And so I really struggled with how the heck am I going to do this? How am I going to make it sustainable, affordable, all of these things. And what I typically recommend if you're thinking about going plant-based or if it just feels really, really overwhelming, again, start small. And Trudy and I have talked about this before. Start by focusing on just adding things in one thing at a time. You know, if you're drinking cow's milk currently, maybe try a new plant milk, you know, maybe just choose a couple from the grocery store, bring them home, do a little taste test as if you're like on TV and see what you prefer. Or if you're, you know, eating a a regular burger, try swapping it out for a plant-based burger and see how that goes. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to even be overnight. Trudy, it took me about three years to go fully plant-based just because I was really just navigating the whole situation and figuring out really the best approach for me. And which is really most important for the listener, for yourself, for myself is just, again, finding that approach that you can sustain for a lifetime. And that makes you feel really, really good. Hmm. That's so important. You said a lot of interesting things there. And you also had this Instagram reel, Ashley, where you talked about how challenging it can be to not get wrapped up in being perfect when it comes to plant-based eating. So I'm glad that you shared that this was actually like a three-year journey for you. So you can, can you talk a little bit more about that and how we can release that need for perfectionism? Yeah. And I, I put up information like that because I was, um, I've been, and I think we've all been in the situation where you're trying to be plant-based, but maybe you're in situations where you're not 100% or maybe you just don't, don't want to be 100%. And that is totally okay. And so I feel like there can be a lot of shame and judgment, whether it's the, the own pre- the pressure you're putting on yourself, or maybe the pressure and judgment you feel from others, or maybe that you see on social media, because social media is a, it's a beautiful highlight reel, but it's still just a highlight reel. And by no means is anybody perfect because we're all human when it comes to the way that we eat. So when it comes to just trying to avoid this all or nothing mentality, part of that is just extending yourself as best as you can. Compassion, grace. I say these words all the time because they're so important in any walk of life, whatever it is that you're doing, but uh, speaking more towards plant-based eating, it is really important to extend yourself, just that compassion to let yourself um, to not put that pressure on yourself to eat perfectly because you're human and we're not meant to be perfect and that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's, that's great, Ashley. And I also liked how you also talked earlier about, you know, trying different types of foods. So like maybe everyone's talking about almond milk, but you bring almond milk home and you don't really like it. Okay. Well maybe try cashew milk or maybe try oat milk, right? So just try to Mm -hmm. find what works best for you. Just because somebody on Instagram loves, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to love it too. So it's important that we find our groove and we kind of find what our taste buds like and and what works for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when I first started going plant-based too, I was shopping in parts of the grocery store that I had never been in before. (laughs) It was like, what are, you know, what are these areas? So it really can just open your eyes to other things that are out there that maybe you haven't tried before, but you're curious to try, or you've seen somebody else use it. Um, and you can, yeah, try it yourself. 
Yeah. You know, I, you just brought me back to a time when I started my plant-based journey and I wanted to start experimenting with lentils. And I was like, well, you know what? Like these lentils, they look cute, but like, how do I cook them and what do I do? So I kind of remember, you know, thinking back to that time where I was a little bit intimidated and I didn't really know like how to start, but absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what are like, actually, yeah, let's talk about like, what are some of the first foods that you started to eat on your plant-based journey? So one of the first things for me specifically, because I just had these horrendous GI issues and growing up, no one, no one knew why I was typically on and off medication just to help me go to the bathroom. Most of my life, well into my twenties. And there wasn't, there wasn't this like deep look into what I was eating, putting into my body and how I was feeling. So when I first started going plant-based, one of the main things that made me feel drastically different was switching out my cow's milk, which I had like almost three times a day, especially growing up for a plant-based milk. And back then it was basically soy milk or almond milk. Um, so that was probably one of the first things that I changed. And then growing up on an Angus cattle farm, I consumed a lot of red meat. And so that was one thing that was pretty challenging to swap out, you know, a, a regular hamburger versus a black bean burger. It wasn't quite the same, but Trudy, the biggest difference was how I felt. I mm. felt a million times better eating like a black bean burger than I did a, a regular burger. And that was the biggest difference for me was continuing to make these types of choices, continuing to kind of swap things for different products and taking note of how I would, how I would feel afterwards. And that again, over and over was the driving factor and what just kept propelling me forward on this journey. Um, so those were, I would say the two, probably the two main things that were the biggest changes for me, especially in the beginning. Mm, Okay. So you talked about like how you felt and how you actually start to feel better. You know, what are some benefits that people have experienced as a result of going plant-based? Yes. Oh, so many benefits. Um, and I know Trudy, you probably experience this all the time, especially with the clients that you work with, but I've had a couple clients recently where we've been able to reverse their type two diabetes, which is like, I feel like that is one of the things that is, I mean, it always brings tears to my eyes when my clients are, you know, showing me their numbers and, um, just seeing like things like that happen is, is really, really huge. But some other things that I've noticed, and you know, the research tells us is that your energy levels more than likely are going to go up because you're eating a lot of whole plant-based foods that are rich in antioxidants that are typically anti-inflammatory that just naturally make you feel good and give you that energy boost that maybe you didn't have before, which I know again, was a huge difference for myself personally. Um, you're typically things are moving better, you know, through your GI system. So a lot of clients or just people in general, or the research will show that your bowel movements are more likely better. Um, they're easier to pass and all that great stuff, which I could talk about for a really long time. Um, and then also too, you know, there's just a lot of great benefits and like it can reverse heart disease or prevent heart disease, or it can help with various forms of uh, cancers and just so many benefits that the research shows and and the clients show. So a lot of good stuff. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And you know, when I started my plant-based journey, it was to lose weight. Like I wanted to lose weight before I got married, but I very, I shouldn't say very quickly, but I started to realize along my journey that it was about so much more than that. 
because I didn't expect those other side effects of eating plant-based, like, you know, having more energy, having greater mental focus, greater clarity, um, all of those things. I really didn't expect that to feel that way. So when I did start to feel that way, I'm like, okay, I really want to stick with this plant-based thing. This is not just about weight loss anymore. This is more about how I feel like every single day. Yes. Yes. 100%. And that was a big driving force was just the fact that, wait a sec, like I can actually feel better than I thought I felt growing up. You know, it's like, you have no idea until you try it. And then you start feeling better. And you're like, Oh, I didn't know I could feel better. And then it's just like, okay, well, I'm never going back to that way of eating. Cause I just feel too good to go back. Tired of eating the same thing. Do you hate meal planning? Do you wish you could plan healthy meals faster and less time? Get instant access to my ultimate meal planning toolkit for healthy eating success. In the free toolkit, you'll receive meal planning best practices and hacks so that you can stop feeling stuck. A meal planning template to keep you organized, a list of the healthiest foods to help you meet your health goals, and healthy recipes so that you can take back control of your health and get into the habit of planning meals more consistently. You can grab the free guide by clicking on the link in the show notes or by heading to trudyestone.com forward slash meal prep. Right. Okay. So Ashley, let's say we start eating plant-based. We're feeling good. We're feeling great. How do we get our family on board when we have those naysayers in the background that still want to order Burger King or or whatever it may be? Like, how do we deal with them? That is a really good question because it's it's going to happen. It, It really is. I I feel like inevitable when you go plant-based, there's always going to be at least, you know, someone that comments and says something. And when I first went plant-based, my husband, he, he didn't go plant-based for about three or four years, um, maybe a little bit longer. And the, the thing that was most helpful for the two of us was me respecting his approach, you know, not trying to basically, um, make him change, but respect. I mean, Trudy in the back of my head, I was like, he's going to change eventually. It's going to happen. Um, basically just being patient with the process, but sort of being respectful because he was very respectful of me and very encouraging of me. And I in turn tried to do the same. Um, but when there are people who ask you questions or who make comments, one of the first things I typically say or ask myself is, okay, is this person coming from a place of genuine curiosity? Are they, are they truly curious in my plant-based journey? Do they really want to know how I'm feeling, what's going on, or are they coming from a place of judgment? So is, could this potentially turn into an argument or me feeling just poorly about what I'm doing, even though I'm really excited about it and feeling really good. So I typically try to ask myself those two questions, because that's really going to direct the conversation. If someone is um, asking a question or making a comment. So that's what I typically do first. And then kind of going from there on, okay, do I actually want to proceed with this conversation? Is this something that I want to open up with this person about, or is this something that maybe I should just cut off right, right now and leave the conversation or leave that comment or question at bay? Mm. That's so good. Great tips there. So Ashley, like I also remember back to when my husband started eating more plant-based like, or when I was eating plant-based, let's start there. When I started eating more plant-based and he saw me making the lentils and all these different things. And he's like, and the beans, like the bean burger and that sort of stuff. He's like, what is that? He's like, there's no way in the world I'm going to be touching that with a 10 foot pole. But eventually 
I did get him on board. So now my husband loves cauliflower tacos. He loves when I make like a sweet potato lentil curry. Like he likes all of these things. I never thought I would ever get him to that place because he was definitely a naysayer for sure. But, you know, I just started introducing things like very, very slowly. Like I started introducing things that were more like, let's say palatable, like the sweet potato soup, right? So the sweet potato soup, I just, you know, hid some red lentils in there. He never noticed it. And then when he noticed that, hey, like the soup was actually really good, even though it had lentils in it, then he became curious and he was like, okay, well, what else can we do here with these foods? So Ashley, what are some of your like favorite plant-based recipes that you like to make? Ooh, oh, so good. So Trudy, I use my instant pot a lot. I'm a, a big proponent of meal planning first, because I think planning helps basically set yourself up for, up for success, especially when you're newer to plant-based eating. And mm-hmm. again, we, we didn't grow up eating that way. So it can feel overwhelming, confusing. And so planning, I feel like is a really big part of that. Um, so I use my instant pot all the time. And part of that is because I also meal prep for the week, just because again, it just makes my life a little bit easier. You talk about stress and managing your stress. And for me, that was a really helpful piece to my journey and helping me manage my stress, especially throughout the week, was just having my meals prepped ahead of time. So with that being said, some of my favorite recipes are, I love making like tofu scramble for breakfast or even like oatmeal. Those are typically like my two go-tos just because they're pretty easy. I can whip them up really quickly. I can make the oats in the instant pot if I really want to. So it's sort of like a set it, forget it type of thing. And then for dinners, I don't know about you, but I eat rice and beans all of the time. (laughs) And in the beginning, I used to be so like, uh, I don't know how I feel about rice and beans. It just seems kind of boring or lame, but you can doctor those things up and make them so delicious. And so that's probably, again, just one of my staple meals, especially if I have a really busy week or weekend and I'm not quite sure, like, you know, I don't want to really go above and beyond with my meal prepping for the week. I'll make some rice and beans, maybe grab a couple avocados at the grocery store and throw in some diced tomatoes. And I've got a meal and it's delicious. Maybe throw in some like tofu or anything. If I I want to go above and beyond, but that's just a really great go-to recipe. So really anything that I can make in the instant pot I'm game for. Ashley, I know how much you love your instant pot girl. I I saw your Instagram (laughs) reel and you know what? I am right there with you. I have oh, thank like, goodness. I have such like a secret love affair with my instant pot. And I think it's time that we go official <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and maybe I need to create a reel about my instant pot too. But, you know, having that instant pot, it's almost like having a sous chef in your kitchen, It is right? Yeah. Because when you put things on the stove, you got to watch it. Who wants to keep going back every five minutes to stir something or watch it? No, we don't have time for that. Put everything in the instant pot, put that lid on, you walk away, you watch your Netflix show, Snowpiercer, whatever it is that you like to watch on Netflix. And then you come back and your meal is done. Right. And you can make frozen things in there too. I don't think I've tried that, but I think you can, right? Oh yeah. Well, you mean, can you turn it in? Yeah. Like if you have something like from the freezer, like let's say maybe you had like some things in the freezer and you threw it in there. Like, I think you can do that too. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yes. You can pretty much throw anything in there. It's pretty impressive. So yeah. 
Have you done the cheesecake and the instant pot yet, Ashley? I haven't, but I see it all the time. Have you? <laughs> I have not. No. Okay. I haven't made a cake or a cheesecake as far as I can remember in the instant pot, but they always look so good. They do. They do. I want to try doing that. I'm just, I don't want to like mess around with my instant pot, but I know. You know, she's, she's doing what she needs to do right now. I don't know if the cheesecake is going to mess things up, but right, I want right. to try it. I'm going to yes. push myself outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> so Ashley, oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so you, you talk about these really delicious recipes too, and kind of going back to what you said earlier about introducing foods to your husband and, you know, him tasting them. And eventually he's like, oh, cauliflower tacos. Heck yes, I'll eat them. But that's part of it too. You know, if there are naysayers in your life or people who kind of make, you know, not so kind comments is really just making really delicious plant-based foods for them because you can't really say no to delicious food. So I think that's a really a good recommendation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So Ashley, what are some of like the best resources that have helped you along your plant-based journey other than your instant pot, (laughs) (laughs) like any books, documentaries, anything like that? Yeah. So Trudy, what really kicked off my journey way back when was I watched forks over knives, the documentary. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I think it came out in 2011 and I watched that and that really opened my eyes because I was fresh out of school. You know, I was really gung ho about being a dietitian. And then I watched this documentary and it was kind of slap in the face. Like, why didn't I learn any of this in school? I mean, it was mind blowing. It was fascinating information. So I think if you enjoy watching Netflix or TV, watching documentaries can be a great way to take in some of this information. And there are a lot of really great documentaries on Netflix that can just kind of fuel your fire, especially if you're new to plant-based eating. Another great resource that I use a lot is nutritionfacts.org, Dr. Greger's website. Oh yeah. He's great. Yeah, he is. And I really appreciate his website because I feel like it's so well researched. He provides a lot of evidence-based information. So it's not just, it's not just like, you know, watching a video or reading a blog. There's a lot of research behind it and he includes the links or you can go and look them up. So I do really appreciate that. And then the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics has a vegetarian practice group, and they have a lot of great consumer resources that I use for myself and I use for clients as well. Just a lot of great information when it comes to plant-based eating that's again, backed by evidence. Oh, I love that. And I'll make sure that I link up to those resources below in the show notes as well. So everybody can check that out. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I think that's great too. Cause again, going back to it, just being overwhelming part of, especially when you're new to plant-based eating is making sure that you're doing your due diligence and researching, making sure that you're getting everything that you need. And going back to what we had talked about as well, just making sure also too, that you're listening to your body and that you're feeling good with the, like making that connection of what it is that you're putting into your body and how you're feeling. Yeah. And like, so what are some ways that people can actually kind of nurture that connection that they have with their body? Is it like journaling or like, what what would you recommend? Yeah, there are so many great resources out there. One resource that has really helped me and has helped my clients is kind of leaning more into intuitive eating. So doing a little bit of research around, um, there's uh, several great books on intuitive eating specifically, and there's a really great workbook as well. And basically the premise there is getting back in touch with your body. You know, when we're, when we're born, we cry when we're hungry, we're typically pretty happy when we're full, you know, when we're babies. And so the idea is to kind of get back to that as best as we can to really be able to listen to our body and hear the signals that it's trying to give us. Because what ends up happening is when we grow up, 
we're wrapped up in diet culture. We're wrapped up in someone telling us what we should eat, what we shouldn't eat or how we should do this, how we shouldn't do this. And we lose touch with our, our body and our inner wisdom is incredibly strong. It's incredibly powerful. Our intuition is powerful. And so as best as possible, tapping back into that. And part of it is Trudy is just slowing down and paying attention and really trying to listen. And again, that takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, but the more that you practice that, the better you're going to get at listening to yourself and responding to the signals that you're getting. Mm, I love that. Ashley, you've shared like such amazing, like knowledge and just resources for my audience. So I want to thank you so much for doing that. Um, I have a question for you, and this is something that I ask all of my guests on the mind, your body show. And that is what is your favorite way to take care of your mind and your body? Mm, oh, I, I love this question so much. <laughs> um, I'll start with how to take care of my body first. So obviously nutrition is yes, a big part of that, but I really enjoy movement. I have found that not just having a healthy relationship with food, but also having a healthy relationship with movement has been really impactful for my body in general. And so I enjoy taking walks and not just taking walks, but also paying attention to nature and noticing, you know, the birds. I love, I love listening to the birds, but noticing the birds, noticing the change in, in like the leaves and the weather. Um, that's been just, I guess that could probably be related to your mind too, but that's been a really helpful part of my journey and taking care of my body is, um, not just the eating piece, but also to just moving my body in a way that feels really, really good. Mm. Um, and then taking care of my mind, this is such a good one. I, I really enjoy listening to podcasts, podcasts that are more meditative that almost relax me in a way, or have me think about things that I hadn't thought about before, um, that challenge me. So whether they're more meditative, whether they're sound related, um, or whether it's someone speaking, I, I really enjoy doing that. And I also love reading books as well. So, yeah, I'm a bit of a book nerd myself. <laughs> that does not surprise me. <laughs> I hear you on that one. Just me and a book and a cup of tea and I'm good. Mm, yes. <laughs> So Ashley, if people want to learn more about you and they want to follow you, where can they find you? The best place to reach out would be on Instagram. That's where I am most active and it's plant centered nutrition. And I answer all my DMS and I try to answer every single comment as best as possible. So if you reach out there, we'll be able to connect. Amazing. Well, Ashley, thank you so much again for stopping by the Mind Your Body show. You have shared so much valuable insight and resource for us so that we can start our plant-based living journey. So I want to acknowledge you and I want to honor you. And thank you so much again for being here. Thank you, Trudy. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEstone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also, make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.